0: Hi, you're listening to Screen of the Crime. I'm Tess. And I'm Maggie. And this is a podcast where we talk about true crime. And what would happen if your favorite TV and movie characters committed those crimes. today yeah we do yes it's zach
1: i don't know if i said that as a question or a statement it's fine
0: yeah (laughs) we
1: do we
2: do do. yeah so you can introduce yourself oh
1: i'm zach i've been introduced but now from me i'm zach
2: cool cool anything else or is that all they need to know? no
1: that's all don't there's there's like 50 zacks here Mm -hmm. in the world too so yeah only 50 i'm not special
2: (laughs) yeah
0: all right cool so, yeah, it's Super Bowl Sunday.
2: Yeah. Oh. So um, I don't know who you're rooting for, but who's in it? It's the, the Patriots. Patriots and the Rams. Yeah, I kept. I know the
0: Patriots rooting because I'm not happy about. If you're that. not a
1: Patriots fan, you should be voting for the Rams. Exactly. But yeah. if you
0: aren't a Rams fan, <clears throat> I guess you should go for the Patriots. Mm, no, no, you that's not. I'm, I'm incorrect. Always go for. I'm Rams. in
1: critical thinking, and that logic doesn't <laughs> add up. <laughs>
0: no,
2: <laughs> fine. I think if unless you like even if you didn't like the Rams I don't think you like unless you are a Patriots fan you wouldn't Yeah them. exactly Through the Los Angeles yeah. Rams though
1: Yeah go LA they finally got a team and they go just LA. got two of them
2: Yeah um anyone if anyone out there's a Bears fan I'm very sorry cuz if you had to watch that game Speaking of football, it was the worst game I've ever seen. If any of
1: you are below 20 and a Dolphins fan, I'm very sorry. I know your plight.
0: Hi. As a Dolphins fan, I would <laughs> like to say that that's not very nice.
1: I'm also a Dolphins <laughs> oh, okay. fan, and my life has sucked. <laughs> We're my, bad. My
0: parents are diehard Dolphins fans, Yeah. Um, and they suck. Sorry, let's Mom just and just
1: turn into an intervention. Yeah, mm-hmm, they're dolphins.
0: bad. Yeah.
1: If you're a Dolphins fan, stay
2: strong.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's just jump into it.
2: Yeah. Maggie said she has a lot of notes, so let's just go. <laughs>
0: So, I'm going to be talking about Jennifer Pan's family. Um, so, let's start. Um, Jennifer Pan's parents were Bic Ha and Hoi Han pa, Pan. <laughs> Sorry for the mispronunciation. I am um, don't speak Vietnamese. Um, they are v- Vietnamese-born immigrants who moved to Canada, and they have Chinese backgrounds. They had two children, which was Jennifer, born in 1986, and Felix, born in 1989, the same year Taylor Swift was born. And The Little Mermaid came out. So, the Pans worked at Magna International International and auto parts manufacturing um, place in Ontario, and they worked hard for their money to ensure their childrens had a good upbringing, because they were immigrants. Good for them. Good for them. In two thousand four, they finally made enough money to buy a big house with a two car garage in a residential street in Markham, a town with a large Asian population. They had a Lexus and a Mercedes Benz. I don't know if that's important. But they did. <laughs> um, Jennifer's parents had set many goals for their children and had extremely high expectations. Jennifer had to take piano lessons at the age of four, four and had to take figure skating classes almost every day of the week, which is fun. She had hopes of becoming an Olympic figure skater, but she tore a ligament in her knee, crushing her dreams. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. It's like me when I broke my kneecaps yesterday. Yeah. I slipped on the ice and, uh, bruised my knees they hurt now anyway sorry jennifer attended mary ward catholic secondary school and played the flute in her school band according to her high school friends karen her high school friend karen her dad was a classic tiger dad and her mother was quote his reluctant accomplice stop reading my notes accomplice hmm interesting (laughs) Um, the pants <laughs> monitored Jennifer's extracurricular activities very carefully and picked her up from classes at the end of each day. She wasn't allowed to date boys while attending high school, and she wasn't allowed to go to any high school dances or proms with, quote, fears that these activities would distract her from her academic commitment.
1: I mean, boys have cooties, so.
0: Yeah. True.
2: I, like, perfectly <coughs> can exactly imagine this type of person, because I know yeah. a lot of people exactly like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was not permitted to attend any parties while attending university.
2: Which is rude. Oh, that's weird.
1: Who's permitted to attend parties? Yeah. <laughs> Parents are like, you better go
2: to some parties. <laughs> Actually, I know a few who are like.
0: Yeah. Well, she she went to well she, I'll explain. Um, quote at the age of twenty two, she had never gone to a club, been drunk, visited a friend's cottage, or gone on vacation with her family. Without her family. Wait,
1: is is going to your friend's cottage like something that you're supposed to have done by twenty two? Because I don't think I've done that yet.
0: I don't know, maybe it's a thing in Canada. Oh, I, think I ca- need to get on that. I think the cottage means home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It means home in Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um, Her parents said her upbringing... Sorry, her friends said her upbringing was repressed. Her
2: mm-hmm. parents...
0: Ex- oh, I Despite her parents' high expectations and the fact that Jennifer had received good grades in lower school, um, throughout high school, her grades were somewhat average. They are like... 70s which is a c except for music she rocked at music
1: (laughs) was that a fun no but
0: thanks (laughs) (laughs) Um, multiple times she forged report cards using false templates to show her parents that she had received straight a's when she had not oh wow we've all been there we've all done that right
1: that's impressive in itself yeah that she was able to forge them so well
0: i mean you just like download like the i feel like microsoft publisher has like a
1: let me be impressed, okay? Record, report, this was yeah. a long time ago. I feel like Microsoft published it. Was 2004. Didn't exist. Like four. Yeah, this is probably That's when so it was long mailed. Ago.
0: Yeah. They mailed report cards? Whoa. Yeah. That was 15 oh, I, years ago. Ours were always yeah. at. We picked them up from school. Or,
2: like, it was a physical thing.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. You just
2: print it out. Yeah, but how would you. But with
0: the printer. Sorry.
2: Fine. <laughs> no, but, like, I'm saying, if she had a report card, like, given to her from a teacher she wasn't the one printing it out so forging it would have been harder she would have planned
0: ahead printed her own copy out oh i kept her bad grade one and then just given the real one to her parents it's not like her parents are there when you received the report are you
1: speaking from experience
0: um i'm not saying that i did forge a report card but i might have changed a B to an a Hmm. that's fair yeah they never (laughs) knew sorry mom and dad
1: (laughs) they might now they don't listen to this they might though (laughs)
0: uh you're right um, when Jennifer failed calculus class in her senior year of high school, um, Ryerson University rescinded her early admission. Oh, I know. Even though Jen seemed friendly and confident, it was a facade to hide her feelings of inadequacy, self-doubt, and shame. She lied to her parents and told them she was attending university. But instead, she sat in cafes and taught as a piano instructor and worked at a restaurant to earn money. Because, like, she lived at home oh. and went to university. So when she was supposed to be in class, she went to yeah. I was just confirmed. Okay. In order to maintain the charade. The charade. <laughs> charade. <laughs> the charade. Um, Jennifer told her parents she had won scholarships, later falsely claiming that she had, ex- she had accepted an offer into a pharmacology program at the University of Toronto. Wow. Yeah. She went to the extent of purchasing secondhand textbooks and watching videos related to pharmacology in order to create notebooks full of um, class notes <laughs> that she could show her parents. I mean, at that Which point... Which is like, she's learning it already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at that, point, at that, she's that just, point,
1: she's just not getting a degree just, out of it. Just Why? go
0: to some school, yeah. <clears throat> um, she... I'm sorry. Jennifer also requested permission from her parents to stay near the campus with friends throughout the week. With a friend, sorry. She was instead actually staying with her boyfriend, Daniel Chai Kwong Wong.
1: Her, She's getting cooties?
0: Yeah. With her high school sweetheart, I spelled heart wrong. Whom sweet her parents sweet how heat <laughs> whom her parents knew nothing about. He was a student at um, Mary Ward, which I also spelled wrong, which is the same school as her, the Catholic yeah. school. He transferred to Cardinal Carter Academy due to low grades and then went to York University and it was a weed dealer. He dealt the weeds. Whoa!
2: (laughs) Whoa! Danger! Danger! So I'm
0: gonna call him Wong throughout this, not Daniel, if that's so, no one gets confused. Mm -hmm. Um, In her adult life, while pretending to complete her degree at the University of Toronto, Pan Jen told her parents that she had started working as a volunteer at Toronto's prestigious hospital for sick children, known as Sick Kids. Um, Han and Bick soon became suspicious when they realized she did not have a hospital ID badge or uniform. On one occasion, Bic followed her daughter to work and quickly discovered her deception.
2: Yeah, I'm shocked that this went that far, because it seems like it would be very hard to, um... Because, like, also, how would she be paying for college, you know what I mean? Well, she said that she received scholarships and stuff. Yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: I feel like if her parents were that much of, like, tiger parents, they'd, like, see the billing statements, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they're so obsessed with her, I think it would be hard to this off but yeah. she did she did um han wanted to throw jennifer out of the house but her mother persuaded him to allow her to stay um as she had not completed high school due to failing calculus calculus really wrecked her
1: yeah she's come up <laughs> twice now
0: yeah she eventually began working to finish high school completely and was later encouraged by her parents to apply to an actual university mm-hmm.
1: wait so they caught her yeah they caught okay her. i wasn't following well sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. they
0: caught her She was, however, forbidden to contact Wong or to go anywhere except for her piano teaching job. However, she and Wong spoke clandestinely during the period. By the time Jennifer was 24, she had grown tired of trying to pursue her relationship with Wong. I spelled so many words wrong in that sentence. Um, Wong began to date another girl whom he fell in love with.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: In an attempt to win back his attention um, and discredit Christine, which is the girl he loves, she concocted a bizarre tale. She told him a man had knocked on her door and flashed um, what looked like a police badge. Badge, and then she opened the door and a group of men rushed in, overpowered her, and gang-raped her in the foyer of her house. Then days later, she said she received a bullet and an envelope in her mailbox. Both instances, she alleged, were warnings from Christine to leave Daniel alone. Which is wrong.
1: So. Yeah. That's a little manipulative.
0: A little. Just a little. Just just a
1: little. I mean, it's casual. I mean, everyone's done it, right?
0: Oh <laughs> everyone's faked.
1: Yeah. So
0: a gang rape. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: she's definitely gone from being like okay, like understandable. She just tipped a little over the edge now. Just a like now yeah. you're like, oh yeah, she's. I can see why she's. It trying. all it
1: all starts with editing report cards, yeah. Maggie. Uh, <laughs> Maggie. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about the murders. Yeah. The evening of November eighth, two thousand ten, Jennifer watched Gossip Girl, and John and Kate plus eight. In her bedroom. Oh,
1: mine was for the Gossip Girl. I, I understand. XOXO.
0: Gossip Girl.
1: I don't know if I want that to be public.
0: It's too late. <laughs>
2: everyone wants... I mean, everyone except for me has watched Gossip Yeah, I've seen
0: like a lot of Gossip finished. Girl. I am in
1: season two. I'm almost on season two. But I'm loving it.
0: Mm. Uh-huh.
1: It's an odd side note for a murder.
0: On a, on a side note, who, that's who's your point. favorite... <laughs> who's your favorite Gossip Girl character?
1: I like Jenna because she's doing all the fashion stuff. I think that's interesting, but... I think I'm supposed to not like Jenna.
0: I don't think you're not supposed to like Jenna. She's Dan's sister. She's good.
1: I don't know. My See, my thing is skewed because I'm watching with someone else and she's giving me all her opinions on who I should like. So I'm like, I don't know who oh, yeah. I'm supposed to that's like That's
2: me people. watching shows with Maggie. Because <clears throat> she, usually with when we watch something, you've seen it all already.
0: Yeah. We're watching you right now.
1: Oh, I finished. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I watched that all in one day. We are on. Oh, wow. We
0: just finished episode three, which is the, the captain episode. We're only on episode three. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a long show. I watched it all one day and I was like...
0: Yeah, I watched it all over a spring break. Oh my god. Okay, well, after this, that's what we're doing. Anyways. (laughs) all right. where was I? Kate plus eight. Kate plus eight in her bedroom while Han read the Vietnamese news down the hall before heading to bed around 8.30 p.m. Um, Bic was out line dancing with a friend and cousin. Felix, which is her brother, um, was studying engineering at McMaster University and was not home. At approximately 9.30 p.m., Bic came home from her line dancing class, changed into her pajamas, soaked her feet in front of the TV on the main floor. At 9.35 p.m., a man named David Malavakinam. It's a a long last name. It's a long name. So we'll just say David. David, a friend of Crawford's, called Jennifer... And they spoke for nearly two minutes. Jennifer went downstairs to say goodnight to Bick, and at 10.02 p.m., the light in the upstairs study switched on, and a minute later, it switched off. At 10.05 p.m., David um, called again, and he and Jennifer spoke for three and a half minutes. Moments later, three men walked through the front door, all carrying guns. One pointed his gun at Bick, while another ran upstairs and shoved a gun at Han's face and directed him out of bed, down the stairs, and into the living room. They demanded all the money in the house and ransacked the main bedroom. They took Bick and Han to the basement. Bick began weeping, pleading with the men not to hurt their daughter. One of the intruders replied, quote, rest assured, she is nice and will not be hurt. Jen said they had tied her up um, and she handed over approximately $2,500 in cash and then to her parents' bedroom. And then they took her to her parents' bedroom, where they located thousand dollars, $1,100 in U.S. funds in her mother's nightstand, and then finally to the kitchen to search for her mother's wallet. She was then led back upstairs and tied to the banister of her bed. They shot Han twice, once in the shoulder and then in the face. They shot Bick three times in the head, killing her instantly. Then the intruders fled through the front door. Jennifer somehow managed to reach her phone, talked into the waistband of her pants, and dialed 911. At the 34-second mark of the call, an unexpected thing happened. Han, um, can be heard moaning in the background. He had awoken, covered in blood, with his dead wife next to him. He crawled up the stairs to the main floor. Jennifer yelled down that she was calling 911. Han stumbled outside, screaming wildly, and encountered his startled neighbors, who were about to leave for work in the driveway next door. The neighbors called 911. Police and an ambulance arrived at the scene minutes later, and Han was rushed to a nearby hospital, then airlifted to Sunnybrook.
2: Wait, so, why was it weird, so was it weird that he was alive?
0: Yeah, because he was shot in the face. Okay. Yeah. Anything else?
1: Wait, so, are we supposed to... Oh, never mind, Keep just keep going.
0: Okay, yeah. so the investigation... York Regional Police interviewed Jennifer just before 3 a.m. She told them that the men had entered the house looking for money, tied her to the banister, and taken her parents to the basement and shot them. Two days later, the police brought her in again to give a second statement. At their request, she showed how she contorted her body to get her phone, a flip phone, out of her waistband to place a call while tied to the banister. Holes began to emerge in Jennifer's story. For instance, the keys to Helen's Lexus were in plain view by the front door. If it were indeed a home invasion why did the intruder not take the car why mm-hmm. didn't they have a crowbar to get in or a backpack to carry the loot or zip ties or strain the residents because they tied her arms with a shoelace
2: huh. uh, oh yeah. i see what's going
0: on yeah. and most importantly why did they um shoot two witnesses but leave one unharmed the yeah. police assigned a surveillance team to monitor jennifer's movements on november 12th um han woke up from a three-day induced coma he had broken a bone near his eye and had like, like things in his face, mm-hmm. gun awesome. parts. Amazingly, he remembered everything, including some details. He recalled seeing his daughter chatting like a friend with one of the intruders, and that her arms were not tied behind her back while she was being led around the house. Oh shit! On November, uh, yikes! Tw- yeah. Ooh. On November twenty second, the police brought Jennifer in for a third interview. This one developed a different tone. The detective, William Gotts. Sure. said that he knew she was involved in the crime he knew that she had lied to him and said it was in her best interest to fess up jennifer hunched over sobbing asked repeatedly but what happens to me over nearly four hours jennifer spun out an absurd explanation she said the attack had been an elaborate plan to commit suicide gone horribly wrong she had given up on life but couldn't manage to kill herself so she hired homeboy that's his whose real name she claimed not to know, to do it for her. In September, however, her relationship with her father had suddenly improved, and she decided to call off the hit. But somehow, wires got crossed, the men ended up killing her parents instead, and police arrested Jennifer on the spot. Hmm. In the spring of 2011, so this is backing it up a bunch, um, relying on an analysis. Sorry. Yeah. Just kidding, this is pushing it forward a little bit. Relying on the analysis of cell phone calls and texts, they nabbed Daniel the canine, <laughs> and Guardian Crawford, and charged all five with first degree murder, um, attempted murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. During the investigation of the house, she had sorry. During the invasion of the house, she unlocked the door to let them in and turned on the light as a signal to come in, which is why the light turned on and off.
2: So, like, it seems like mm-hmm. her story of like, oh, it, I didn't mean to happen, but like, she obviously meant it to happen because why would she?
0: Yeah. Done all that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going back. Back in the spring of 2010, a year before. Jennifer reconnected with Andrew Montemeyer, a friend from elementary school, according to Jennifer's uh, later evidence in court. Mm. He had boasted about robbing people at Knife Point in a park near his home, a claim that he later denied. When Jennifer told him about her torturous relationship with her dad, Montemeyer confessed that he once considered killing his own father. This intrigued Jennifer, who began to imagine a better life without her father. Montmeyer introduced Jennifer to his roommate, Ricardo Duncan, a goth kid with black nail polish. <laughs> Over bubble tea in between her piano lessons, according to Jennifer, they hatched a plan for Duncan to murder her father in a parking lot of his work. Um, he worked at a tool and dye company called Kobe and Still, near Finch and McCowen, if you want to locate it. know <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says she gave Duncan um, $1,500, earnings from her piano classes, and they agreed to connect later by phone to arrange the date and time of the hit. But Duncan stopped answering um, her calls, and by early July, Jennifer realized she had been ripped off. Hmm. Duncan says she called him in early July hysterical, requesting that he come and kill her parents. He said he felt offended and said no, and that the only money she gave him was $200 for a night out, which he promptly returned. At this point, um, Wong and Jennifer had gotten back in contact, exchanging flirty texts. And devised a plan. They'd hire a hit on Bick and Han, collect the estate, Jennifer's portion totaling about Mm $500,000. Yeah, Daniel gave Jennifer a spare iPhone and SIM card, and connected her with an acquaintance named Lunford Crawford. That's a fun name. Whom he called Homeboy. Jennifer asked about the going rate for a contract killing. Crawford said it was $20,000. But for a friend of Daniel's, it could be done for $10,000.
1: Jump change.
0: <laughs> Jennifer was careful to use her iPhone for the crime-related conversations and her Samsung phone for everything else. On Halloween night, Crawford visited the Pan's neighborhood probably to scout the site. On the afternoon of November 2nd, the plan took an unexpected turn. Daniel texted Jennifer, saying that he felt um, as strongly about Christine as she did about him. Suddenly, everything was thrown into question. She texted Daniel, quote, so you feel for her what I feel for you? Then call it off with homeboy. Unquote. Daniel responded, quote, I thought you wanted this for you. Unquote. Jennifer replied to Daniel, quote, I do, but I have nowhere to go. Daniel wrote back, call it off with homeboy. You said you wanted this with or without me, Jennifer <laughs> said. I want it for me. Okay. I really
1: like your, your characterized voice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: next day, Daniel texted, I did everything and lined it all up for you. It seemed Daniel wanted out of the arrangement. But within hours, they reverted to their old ways, texting and flirting. Later that day, Crawford texted Jennifer, I need the time of completion, thinking, sorry, I read that right. I need the time of completion, think about it. Jennifer wrote back, today is a no-go. Dinner plans out, so I won't be home in time. Sounds like me. Um, Over the following week, there was a flurry of texts and phone conversations between Jennifer, Daniel, and Crawford. On the morning of November 8, Crawford texted Jennifer, after work, okay, we'll be game time and then he and then they came in and killed um so let's go to the trial the trial began in march it lasted 10 months more than 50 witnesses testified and more than 200 exhibits were filed jennifer was on the stand for seven days bobbing and weaving in a futile attempt to explain why the damning text messages with crawford and daniel explain away the damning text messages with crawford and daniel and the calls with dave Um, and desperately trying to convince the jury while she had indeed ordered a hit on her father in August in 2010. Three months later, she had wanted nothing of the sort. Hmm. Yeah. Before the jury delivered the verdict, Jennifer appeared almost upbeat, um, playfully picking lint off her lawyer's robes.
1: It's casual. Casual.
0: When the guilty verdict was delivered, she showed no emotion, but once the press had left the courtroom, she wept, shaking uncontrollably. For the charge of the first-degree murder, Jennifer received an automatic life sentence with no char- chance of parole for 25 years. For the attempted murder of her father, she received another sentence of life to be served concurrently. Daniel, Dave, Id, and Crawford each received the same sentence. Han and Felix both wrote victim impact statements, quote, When I lost my wife, I lost my daughter at the same time. I don't feel like I have a family anymore. Some say I should feel lucky to be alive, but I feel I am dead, too. Um, he is now unable to work due to his injuries. He suffers anxiety attacks, insomnia, and when he can, sleep nightmares. He is in constant pain and has um, given up gardening, working on his cars, and listening to music. Since none of these activities bring him joy anymore. He can't bear to be in the house, so he lives with relatives nearby. Felix moved to the East Coast to find work with a private technology company and escaped the stigma of being a member of the Pan family. He suffers from depression and has become closed off. Han is desperate to sell the family home, but no one will buy it. At the end of his statement, Han addressed Jennifer, quote, I hope my daughter Jennifer thinks about what has happened to her family and can become a good, honest person someday.
2: That's hmm. it. I'm done. Hmm. Huh. huh. Well, that, this is a, this is like a good one because there's actually a lot of information because a lot of these old ones, it's just like, there's a random person and no one knows who it was, but mm-hmm. this one's actually insane because they have all that evidence.
1: Yeah. Yep. Technology age.
2: Yeah. 2011. <laughs> all right. Do you have anything to say?
1: Well, subtle roast on the brother for saying I feel like I have no family coming from the dad when he did still have no, a son. No, it was the but...
0: dad who said he feels like. He yeah, I know. Him. He was oh, saying yeah. like the brother that's, is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Like, all right, dad. Like um, yeah. I
1: guess that's how you feel. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well. Um. So, check out Beyond Beanie. <laughs> They are a company that sells beanies, bracelets, bags, and ponchos. Um, Depending on what you buy, it helps kids in need in in, um, Bolivia. So that's cool. Um, You can use promo code MAGGIE19. That's M-A-G-G-I-E 19. On your order, I will paste um, a link in the description of this video if you would like to follow that link to help people. It's an awesome company, and they... Are really charitable, so that's nice. And also, they have some good products. I myself have a bracelet that I really enjoy, and it's it's nice. So that's once again promo code Maggie nineteen. If you want ten percent off your order,
1: I'm in college. I want anything I can get.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um,
2: okay. So, have you all seen Black Mirror? Yes. yes okay oh, good no. okay i'm <laughs> Something that you also yeah did. because
1: like i've listened to a bunch of your episodes and i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of uncultured when it comes to like media literacy so i haven't known a lot of yours I, yeah. I Blackbeard.
2: yeah so this one because actually by the end i was like wait this sounds exactly like um the episode, I just looked it up because I forgot the name of it, but it's the Archangel episode where it's like the parental control Mm -hmm. one. Oh, yeah,
0: that's one of the few I've
2: seen. Underrated
1: Black Mirror, or uh, overrated Black Mirror episode. No, it's just panned. Nobody likes it, but it fits the story really well.
2: It does, yeah. yes. Um, no, because this was one of the... I haven't seen... I haven't, like, watched all of Black Mirror besides the ones where it's like, oh, you should watch this episode. Yeah. And this was one oh. that people were like, oh, you should watch this really? episode. It's, yeah. like, the...
0: It's one of the first episodes of, like, the second season. Yeah, so I think a lot of people have just seen it. It's so It's the fourth it. season. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... I've seen it, though. Which yeah. I've yeah. only seen, like, five episodes Good. of Black Mirror. Good. So we've all seen it. So we all can... Know awesome. Fantastic. On. So, basically,
2: you know, for those of you who don't know Black Mirror, it's kind of like. I would describe it as like a modern Twilight Zone kind of thing, yeah. where it's yes, like yeah, you know, the episodes aren't connected, but they're just like these. It's weird It's an anthology. Scenarios. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. The Bandersnatch whole thing just happened. Yeah, that I'm was sure fun. I watch that. Yeah. Did you guys watch? Did you watch it? I know. Yeah, you watched I did. It. I went
1: through it twice.
0: Yeah, yeah. we watched it a few,
2: a few times. We did
0: it like five times in my own house when I was home, and then we watched it. I watched it with Tess and other people yeah
2: so i've seen it i've done it twice but each time we did like multiple kind of yeah 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 because it
1: it always sends you back so you can make new decisions yeah
2: so yeah so black mirror is just a crazy show that's very that's like the only way to describe it it's crazy it's uh, yeah but so this episode basically is it's called archangel and it's kind of like there's a new technology where you can there's like a chip kind of thing that gets implanted in your kid's head and you basically can like keep tabs on them 24-7, like, you know, there's some points where if you unlock it, you can see, like, what they're seeing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, I think, very much fits, because the girl, it's basically, to summarize the beginning of the episode, there's, like, a little girl, and her and her mom are, like, going to the park, and then the girl's, like, missing for, like, a hot sex she's not yeah. she doesn't go she sex.
1: chases after like a straight cat and yeah her nobody can find her and like they have like the whole neighborhood searching after her yeah, yeah.
2: and then they find her and she's unharmed but then <laughs> the mom's like oh like this can't happen and this new thing has like just come out so she's like i'll sign up to like help test it mm-hmm. and so the girl now she can see like what's happening everything with this girl and i think she kind of gets like made fun of in school because of it because they're like
0: oh like I don't know. because what the mom does is she like chooses certain things that the girl can't see mm-hmm. like the barking yeah. dog oh, yeah I completely. and forgot so like that. she yeah. doesn't know what certain things are like she yeah. can't see blood or like the dog
1: yeah and that like very much fits like this situation yeah because like they're kind of like sheltering her from these experiences yeah
2: so yeah the girl just actually like stuff is censored in your own in vision. real life yeah so yeah that's why she's made it fun. And i think eventually like once she gets a little bit of the mom kind of like
0: Tosses it away and gives her like her freedom and stuff like that. But there wasn't there a little boy on the playground that like was like, "Here's what murder is." Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, and she's yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah,
2: she definitely. It's kind of one of the things where it's like I think if you're the more repressed you are, the more like fucked up you're gonna be yeah. because then it's like all these things you like can't experience and just be like, "Oh, that's a thing," and then like whatever. So if she's actually being censored to stuff, it's like, you know, she's gonna be like, yeah, want to do all she can but then again so like once she's done she kind of ends up kind of taking like you know more of like a she gets into some like bad stuff because you know yeah,
1: yeah. she's forced she to can. be a goody two shoes so like yeah. there's a volatile reaction yeah. to that and
2: especially with this like in the actual like case here it's like she needs to do everything perfectly and if she just can't then it's like one of those like either like you know, it's very black and white. Like, you can't just be average. Like, you have to yeah, be Yeah, she feels like she's a failure either way. So, like, she just goes, like, off the rails. Mm-hmm. So... Because I know a lot of people like that where it's like, you know, they have yep. to be perfect. But then if they can't, they just destroy everything. because like, they don't know any other way to just be yeah. average. You know? Yeah. That's the people who don't murder people. <laughs> so... Yes. So, in the show... Like, in the actual episode, she does end up killing her mom, but it's not, like, it's more of, like, a in-the-moment kind of situation. It's not like this, where it's, like, obviously... It wasn't Yeah. But there is a kind of, like... So let's go back. I think with the Black Mirror episode, it really starts, like, the, they start kind of connecting with the actual case when she starts getting into, like, you know, kind of, like, bad things. But this, yeah. again, hiding it. But then her mom is getting. She, suspicious she hides like,
0: her secret boyfriend. She had
2: a secret boyfriend, which she also did, like in the case. Yeah. And the boyfriend also was a drug dealer. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Maybe yeah, they so,
1: maybe they gained inspiration from this case. Like maybe like, honestly,
2: oh. like I bet the, maybe not the specific case, Jody but Foster, like for no. sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this was the one. That's the why I watched it because Jodie Foster, Foster it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so kind of like having a secret boyfriend who's a drug dealer. Which, like, in the show, he does a lot. He deals, like, more hard drugs than weed. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's, like,
0: cocaine or something. Yeah,
2: it's, like, stuff like that. But then, but again, the mom's, like, hands off. Like, I won't, you know, pull this thing I have out. Because, like, I'm sure at some point she kind of forgets, like... And with, um, Jennifer... Yeah. That's her name, okay. There are a lot of names in this one, so I kind of get mixed up. Yes, her name is Jennifer Payne. It's like, Jennifer's kind of, like, has her little secret life, so she's getting a little comfy with it, like, oh, I can do whatever I want, no one's gonna know. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's like, it's not that hard to figure it out, like, if you actually look. Same thing with the mom in, like, Black Mirror, it's like, all she has to do is turn this thing Mm -hmm. back on, and, like, she's completely shut down. Yeah. So... Yeah. And I think in the show, even, like, the mom knows she's doing these things, but doesn't immediately act on them, which is I think is really creepy. Like, she knows. She's, like, she doesn't immediately, like...
0: Yeah, she sneaks the emergency contraceptive pill into her drink. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because she... Well, okay, so she made a deal with her daughter that she would stop checking the tablet, like, once they reached a certain age, and she just kind of, like, hit it up in a cupboard, but then she had, like, reason to suspect that her daughter was doing some, like, underhanded stuff, so she goes and checks it randomly... And there's some naughty things going on through the daughter's eyes. Yeah, yeah, And so she just acts without telling her daughter that she has this information and that she, like, breached their agreement. And that's kind of why the daughter spazzes because she was like, like, we had a deal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she finds out that her mother has been still spying on her, despite saying she wasn't.
2: Yeah, because I think the first (laughs) time, the first time is, like, she's having sex with her boyfriend. Yes. And... Yeah. <laughs> Cooties again. Theme uh, in this episode. And
0: Motif. doing cocaine with her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah but that's then, true.
2: But the, the thing is, I don't think the daughter doesn't know she's pregnant. I think it's the mom because it keeps track on her like um body and like health, it, the it mom notif- knows. it's like the mom knows she's pregnant, so then she slips her the drink and then it's like that was I'm like, ooh. Yeah. That's that's what Black Mirror does though. You're just like, mmm Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. But so I think if the daughter was like a little bit more aggressive i'd say she would for sure
0: and also i think her boyfriend would definitely be able to like help her oh yeah 100 percent. yeah didn't he have a gun i don't know if he did i feel like he had a gun on him yeah
1: for sure and he and i think um like she had said like stuff about her mom in the episode like like hating her and he was like a little bit apprehensive to act like and then i remember the mom actually threatened the boyfriend To leave her her Mm alone, Yeah. And so he kind of was like, no, I don't want to, like, mess with this anymore. Kind of like how the boyfriend kind of was like, I don't know if I want to be a part of this anymore. You need to talk to homeboy. So that's another yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This actually, this might be one of the best, like, connection ones for sure. Because some of them are stretched. But, like, this one's very real. But, I mean, honestly, like, they're, like, even now, though, like, parents can track you on your phones. Yeah. That's what I was going
1: to say when you first brought up Archangel. It's just... It's it's literally, like, Black Mirror is all about to be, like, supposed to be, like, you know, how technology can be taken awry in the future. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, all this phone tracking technology where you can kind of, like, keep track of your kids. Like, it's somewhat beneficial, but it, it can lead to this sort of repression exactly. and, yeah. like, backlash from a kid, so.
2: Yeah. Because, like, I think, I mean, I don't think some of it's, a lot of it's okay that even exists now. Like, tracking people, it's like, you should, it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, like, even if they're kids, like, I mean... Yeah. They're still human beings. They yeah. they have sentience, so.
2: Yeah. Because <laughs> also, it's like, you hear about, like, stories from, like, your parents of, like, oh, like, we did this when we were younger. It's like, today, like, no one would ever allow that to happen. Oh, yeah. But y'all are all, like, fine about it. But it's like, now it's like, everyone has to stay indoors. Everyone has a
1: camera on their phone, so you gotta be a lot more careful with what you do these days.
2: Yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, like, you have to be more careful, but also, like, I think the obsessiveness that comes with, like making sure everyone's very careful is a little bit, like... Because then if, like, I remember just in high school, if you had, like, stricter parents, you're just constantly paranoid all the time about mm-hmm. things, which is, like, you know, not as, like, fun for you, but, like... Yeah. that's what. But now, yeah, it's, like, you're no one can, like, have any documentation of anything. And, like, it's not even, like, bad stuff that you're doing. It's just, like, regular things, but you're still just, like, an air of, like...
1: Feel anxious.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. hmm So... This is the extreme cases of which it can go to. But yeah. So I think in the Black Mirror episode, like, if she, like, because I, I think this all happened very fast, so that's probably why it was more of, like, a kind of, what's the term, like, murder of, like, passion or passion, something? Because yeah. it was more of just, like, she came home, her mom was like, I know what you just did, and then it was just, like, a snapped. Yeah. But if, again, if this was happening longer and they both knew about it, I definitely think it would have been, like, she would have taken her out. Mm-hmm. Through her boyfriend, for sure.
0: Yeah. I Easily. Agree. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say it's it's not justified, but it's more understandable than other cases. It's for the, sure not. I'm not condoning Jennifer? murder yeah. at all. Yeah. But I think, like, especially in
0: the Black Mirror case, for sure, that was, like, something. Yeah, she, she didn't kill her mom in the Black Mirror case. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, she I'm did. reading the Wikipedia page.
1: For Archangel, she beat her with a tablet. She
0: did, but at the end, a dazed Maria reawakens and frantically calls Sarah's name down the street, mirroring the reaction to Sarah's disappearance twelve years earlier. Meanwhile, having fled the scene, Sarah flags down a semi truck for a ride. You're right. No, she She wakes up again in the street. She beats her up, but she doesn't. She She doesn't doesn't kill her. Yeah, yeah. I thought she. I for sure. And also, I think Sarah accidentally reactivate reactivated the obscenity filter or whatever. When yeah, when she hit her, her with the tablet. So it's tablet. stuck on, like, the blurred thing. Yeah, so heard. she because I
1: remember, because it was, like, a really iconic scene when, like, she was beating her mom with the tablet, and, and she turned the filter on, and it, she's just blurry, and she's just yeah. beating this blur.
2: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, I, I thought that the mom died, but no. Me it, too. It
1: just, I think there's, like, a final, like, one of the final scenes, yeah. they, like, pan out on her in the bedroom, and, like, yeah. you're supposed to, like, assume, but then they show that final scene to, like, yeah. twist, because yeah. Black Mirror, Because Black Mirror, yeah. Black
2: I don't think any... There's no Black Mirror episodes that end happily.
1: Yeah, there are. There's there's only a few, though. Uh, San, San Juniper. San Junipero yeah. and uh, Hang the DJ is a really good one. If you haven't seen that one, it's like my favorite Hang episode. The
2: DJ. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anything else you want to add about, like, any more parallels to this? No. Because she, she didn't have a sibling in the Black Mirror episode. She did not. She was not. an only child. Yes. And there wasn't, like... It was just the mom and her.
1: I just want to say, I'm, like, mad impressed you came up with that so quick, because that's, like, such a good connection. I it's didn't so think stressful about stressful, it.
2: because Maggie won't let me read the notes, and, like, yeah. at the beginning, I was like, I need to know, so I don't, like, play. Yeah, because I'm of... sitting here, and I'm like, yeah.
1: man, this would be fun. I would have such anxiety if I was in Tesla's position, though, because yeah. I have no clue what i connect this to, and I watched Black Mirror, like... Yeah. addictively and i didn't even think of that yeah. caption. so well
2: it's kind of funny you know, because maggie really has more of the like knowledge of all the shows like maggie's seen everything i watch a lot of TV. she <laughs> wants she watched a lot of tv and movies so but this is a this case is a little bit like okay this is more of like a relatable thing like yeah some of the cases though are so
0: random yeah especially yeah. serial killer ones are tough because you're like who yeah because they kill like random people so yeah. it'd be like yeah. it's weird with tv shows or movies and it's like the
2: tv show you can think of it's like actually based off that so like i don't yeah. do like yeah. that where it's like oh like you know like psycho is a movie about a serial killer like I'm not yeah yeah
0: that.
2: yeah although i did do psycho i think
0: you but... did but it was related to gypsy rose which psycho wasn't based off psycho was based off of yeah Gains. like i'm not gonna do the case it was based off yeah of... that would be stupid you're right and i mean you've done american horror story ones too which are they take a lot from a lot of cases but yeah we try and switch it up
2: we try and make it as ridiculous as possible yeah (laughs) but this one's just perfectly yeah 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 it's hard to ignore the similarities yeah (laughs) weird yeah but anyways yeah this this episode of black mirror though i remember watching be like this is really messed up i hate this Yeah.
0: yeah so
1: i think i was more uncomfortable with like the plot of the entire episode, rather than the climax, which I can't say for most Black Mirror episodes, like it was more yeah. what was going on when she was a kid that unsettled yeah. me about that With, episode like, than the ending. The
0: stabbing ending. of the pencil in her finger was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and
1: like I don't know, it was
0: because it's. I think the worst thing is it's actually it's not
2: that like in the next like however many years it seems possible. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's what Black Mirror is all about. Is like near future stuff to be weary yeah. of. So.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think,
0: I mean, yeah. Awesome. Um, so, we lost a Patreon. It was cold air. It's fine, though. Um, we still have Cameron, so thanks to Cameron, and thanks to Heather Martin for supporting us. Um, if you, too, would like to support us on Patreon, you can do that. We're Screen of the Crime. Um, you can also donate on Anchor, um, which is how we distribute all the audio. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook um, and mm-hmm. YouTube at Screen of the Crime. Um, and you can get all that information on our website, which is com slash site. Just Google us. It will be It'll in the be description the in the video. That was a super
1: compact URL, but I think I'll just Google it.
0: It's, yeah. it will The link will be in the description of this episode if you want to just click it um also if you would uh, like to support us but you don't have any money it would be great if you can rate us um five stars give us a little review on um apple podcast um itunes store yeah that would be fantastic that's the best way to get our name out there um if you can recommend us to your friends that would also be amazing thank you for listening thanks
2: for listening and thanks for zach for being here thank you very fun toodles (laughs) (laughs) yeah bye bye